Pranam. This is Manidhar Das. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much for joining the call. Hare Krishna, Puja Mataji and all the summer devotees, Dandavat Pranam, Srila Prabhupada Kiji, Guru Maharaj Kiji. This is Shamarasi Kalidasi from German Town, Maryland. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much for joining the call. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, Srila Prabhupada Kiji, Guru Maharaj Kiji. Nikunja Rasadas from Maryland. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much for joining the call. Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace Van Malini Manjuri Mataji from India. Today Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 15, Verse 13. Hare Krishna Mataji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna, my dandavat pranams to all. Uh, am I audible, Mataji? Yes, Mataji. Yes, Mataji. Thank you. Hope my voice doesn't uh, fail me. Uh, I'm having cold. Or so, <clears throat> thank you all so much. Um, I feel privileged to associate with you all again in our uh, Bhagavatam session. Uh, before we go to the verse, uh, we'll do the Mangalacharan prayers and then we'll continue into the verse 5.15.13. I think I'm correct. Om Magnyanati Mirandasya Jnanan Janashalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manovishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutali Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bando Jagate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vansha Kalpatarubhyascha Krupa Sindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaham Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Sri Vasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrutyam Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Sunvatam Svakatah Krishna Punyasravanaketanaha Rudyantastohi Abhadrani 
विदुनोती सुहृत्सम नष्टेशु अभद्रेशु निगवत भगवत्युत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नहीं सिखी हरे कृष्णा दलवत प्रणाम सगीन सो वी आर रीडिंग फाइव पॉइंट फिफ्टीन पॉइंट थर्टीन सो दिच दिस चैप्टर इज स्पीकिंग अबाउट ऑल द डिसेंडेंट्स ऑफ प्रियवर्ता सो इम्पॉर्टेंट प्रोमिनेंट डिसेंडेंट्स ऑफ किंग प्रियव्रता वी ऑलरेडी डिस्कस्ड अबाउट भारत महाराज थ्री लाइफ टाइम्स एज भारत महाराज डियर and then jadabharata and we also have extensively read about his teachings to king rahuguna and all uh, so as you all know priyavrata is another son of swayambhuva manu uttanapada and priyavata and uttanapada's son is dromaraj that is the dynasty uh, and we have read already in the fourth uh, canto about dromaraj so now this chapter especially is speaking about priyavata's descendants a whole five kind of we see like 5 to at uh, 5.1 to 50 uh, that is the classification we see that we speak about the descendants of king uh, priyavrata after that it uh, it progresses um, and then in the end we uh, see um, about the hell hellish planets uh, it explains it concludes by uh, hellish planets uh, so now especially this particular verse uh, king gaya so if we uh, uh, those of you who are been who have been regular know the sequence of how king gaya comes in the uh, dynasty of uh, priyavrata and uh, especially 13 and 12 and 11 verses speaks about um, how king uh, gaya is ruling his kingdom for the pleasure of the lord so he is performing he is not meditating giving up his responsibility as a king or giving um, or he didn't uh, uh, he didn't give up his family or anything he is is pretty much in the samsara is in grihastha ashrama uh, he is a grihastha and on top of it he is a king like he has lot of responsibilities so people easily say that it's very difficult to follow devotional service when you have responsibilities when you are in a high position or when you have lot of wealth when you are grihastha so we find various reasons as uh, obstacles for our, uh, for us not practicing the devotional service and we see many examples in bhagavatam uh, like uh, king prithu and even all the kings they are great devotees and at the same time they are great rulers actually and king gaya's um, uh, glorification was done in such a way that maharaj daksha's uh, daughters um, uh, 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 bathed him with sanctified water and then his um, uh, mother earth is very pleased with him so there are so many other uh, demigods are so pleased with him king indra is so pleased with him and especially it concludes initially this chapter goes on saying that okay these are the people who are pleased with um, king gaya uh, we see that so many people are pleased with king gaya and automatically it sounds like very impossible task for us because uh, we often hear that it is very difficult to please everyone even we find in our life that uh, there be how much ever we mend ourselves how much ever we act in a mode of goodness or how much ever we uh, try to adjust compromise and all uh, it sounds it appears to us that we cannot satisfy certain section of people in our day to day life 
we are not uh, some of us may be at responsible position some of us may be uh, dealing with a small families or householder activities even then it finds very difficult to for us and if we see the verses from 10th uh, in 15th chapter it explains how king gaya uh, yeah, uh, everybody is pleased with king gaya and how king gaya is uh, ruling the kingdom without any desire for sense gratification uh, but he it, he doesn't have any desire for sense gratification then we may be finding that you generally we see people asking that if you don't have any passion in your life how do you progress you'll just be in the place where you are you will not um, uh, you will not uh, uh, improvise yourself or you will not upgrade yourself you will not progress so devotees are often seen as people who doesn't have any pa passion for perfection in life or any um, any passion for growing in life or any passion so they usually think that okay something everything is coming very easily for them because of a luck and they are not any way talented or professionals in their things but here it's not the case king gaya is uh, king gaya doesn't have any personal desire for sense gratification but at the same time his kingdom is not anywhere less everybody in in his kingdom are very pleased by him and then not only the people in his kingdom but demigods uh, uh, the denizens of heavenly planets everybody is pleased for, uh, pleased by him that means he is ruling in such a way that it his ruling is an exemplary uh, which even the material people are not able to do and on top of it king gaya is a great devotee of lord um so he is also partial it, it says that he is also a partial expansion of lord vishnu um and at the um, and here uh, 13th verse before 13th verse it says that lord vishnu also came and personally accepted all the sacrifices offered unto him with pure and firm devotion in the sacrificial arena so nowadays people say that um, when uh, why are we offering everything into the fire um, and then when somebody says that um, no the devi devatas demigods when any igna is happening uh, all the offerings will go to him then people generally like uh, kids or uh, and adults also who doesn't understand who understand that they have materialized you often say that oh we don't see any demigods here how do we accept that uh, demigods are coming and taking the offerings that we are putting in the uh, fire sacrifice we are just wasting them they they don't know the cycle how this material world uh, uh, works uh, just a second just a second they don't know how this material world works and they don't know how pleasing demigods can help in maintaining of this material world and then how sacrifice uh, offering sacrifices and offering the things to him helps so they often talk like that but here if we see if the rithviks who are chanting the vedic mantras if they are pure and the person who is initiating that sacrifice that who is the karta like king gaya maharaj gaya who is a pure devotee of the lord then the devi devatas demigods they come personally to take those offerings so here in this verse verse 12 says that um mahara uh, lord vishnu came personally and accepted the sacrifices of uh, uh, king gaya and the point that i was saying earlier we find
everybody in our life and we will have certain section of people who are not satisfied and the solution for that is given in this verse particularly 5.13th uh, verse which is very very so the moment when I was reading yesterday when Mataji sent me this verse and I was reading and this this was like such a such a good reminder for me and all of us when we are uh, when we are busy you know, when if we are on our own in our houses where we are dealing now, uh, where we are dealing with our day-to-day lives, we may not find it. But when you go, when you go and meet lot of relatives, or or else somebody, a lot of people are coming to you, or when we have to organize big festivals or anything, we often find that certain certain people are unsatisfied, and that leaves a bitterness in our heart that oh I have worked so hard uh, but I could not please certain section of people and then we might be thinking that what else I can do to please everybody um, uh, so here the answer we find in this verse yet yet Prinanadbarhisi devatriyan manushya virutrunam avirinchat priyate sadayasaha vishva jivaha pritasvayam pritim agadgayasya yet prinanad because of pleasing the supreme personality of Godhead barhisi in the sacrificial arena Devatiryat, the demigods and lower animals, Manusha, human society, Virut, the plants and trees, Trinam, the grass, Avirinchat, beginning from Lord Brahma, Priyeta, becomes satisfied, Sadayaha, immediately. Sa, that supreme personality of Godhead, Ha, indeed, Visvajivaha, maintains the living entities all over the universe. Pritaha, although naturally satisfied, Swayam personally, Pritim satisfaction, Agad, he obtained Gayasya of Maharaj Gaya. So this verse says, when the Supreme Lord is pleased by a person's actions, automatically all the demigods, human beings, animals, birds, bees, creepers, trees, grass and all other living entities beginning with Lord Brahma are pleased. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the super soul of everyone and he is by nature fully pleased. Nonetheless, he came to the arena of Maharaj Gaya and said, I am fully pleased. So this is the answer to please everybody. When we please the Supreme Lord, automatically from the first person in this material universe, Lord Brahma, to the lowest creature, everybody gets pleased. But we don't have faith on that. 9.3 Bhagavad Gita tells how uh, people, 9.1 and 2 is how the people who have faith act and then how the people who doesn't have faith uh, degraded themselves. It speaks about that. So here we need to have faith on this verse because the persons who are speaking are not ordinary people. They are great devotees. Uh, So what does that mean by saying that they are great devotees? They have unflinching faith on the Supreme Personality of Godhead and their unflinching faith is often proved by Supreme Personality of Godhead. It's not that, it's just that I have faith but I don't have any examples that my um, uh, examples that the Lord has come for my rescue or, any, rescue or anything. The devotees who are speaking these verses, Maharaj Sukadeva Goswami is explaining this to Parikshit Maharaj. He himself is a great devotee who is in Visuddha Sattva. And he is speaking and he is saying that when the Supreme Lord is pleased by a person's action, 
automatically all the demigods human beings animals birds bees creepers trees grass and all other living entities so in this all other living entities group comes our family members our parents our in-laws our kids our boss our the servants who work for us everybody comes it's that there is no exclusion here and not only that the animals devi devatas everybody comes when everybody comes in this it is that we are actually pleasing the entire universe by pleasing the supreme personality of godhead and now comes the question how do i please supreme personality of godhead by pleasing guru by pleasing guru guru is our medium to please krishna following the instructions of guru and performing the yajna prescribed for this yuga that is sankirtana yajna just now i think madhavi was uh, uh, reading a quote where she says that fully qualified rounds we will chant anyway rounds but we are not serious there we are not sincere there we are only focused on the count of the rounds i have to chant 16 i have to chant 18 somehow or the other i will chant because i heard once mata ji saying somehow or the other you chant but when we are receive we are at a receiving end if i say that mata ji you come to my house uh, but i will serve you somehow or the other you know i won't give you ultimate uh, i won't give you the fullest respect i won't give you the quality uh, food i will just serve you somehow or the other jo bhi bacha kucha whatever is left out in my house i'll serve you we won't be able to accept that we want first class when we are receiving but when we are giving when we are serving we won't have that attitude of doing a first class thing we we will we will be comfortable adjusting ourselves to the loophole that krishna has said that you chant my name in any way like by joking by teasing or anything i'll come for your rescue we'll say that okay krishna has already exempted us why we have to do the perfection but when we but if we do anyhow the we won't be able to get the pure love for lord because our attention is not fully on lord our attention is divided between our material desires our material discomforts i may not be saying material desires all the time but we may be having material discomforts like i can't wake up early in the morning and chant or my mind goes everywhere when i'm chanting or uh, it's very boring for me because i don't have a taste so all those so because our attention is completely diverted so it's, it becomes very difficult for us to do this to please supreme lord where supreme lord comes personally for our rescue so the trick is very simple we are anyway spending time on chanting in that time we just have to train our mind tame our mind that we do a fully qualified role and we try to please the lord and when we are hearing the lectures when we are reading bhagavatam and bhagavad gita we have to focus on the juice of that whatever the bhagavatam is saying and we have the four do nots that we have to focus is for regulative principles at any point of time i won't break my regulative principles and i will i will chant my rounds sincerely if we stick on to those things and if we are pleasing lord because lord is in everybody as a super soul we all he is also inside us he will instruct us from inside in such a way that in a way we will act, we will start acting in a way that it becomes righteous and we please everybody we don't we don't need to 
do schemes or planning like you know write a big book that okay mataji a is this personality so i have to talk to her like this mataji b is this personality i have to talk to her like that we don't need to worry about that we need to focus on our sadhana when our sadhana is very strong and when we are exclusively dependent on the lord having that firm faith that supreme lord is the cause of all causes and everything emanates from krishna aham sarvasya prabho 10.8 krishna says everything comes from me even the living entities that we are seeing having different dresses like matajis and prabhujis americans indians europeans whatever it may be everything is emanating from krishna and if i please krishna krishna will instruct me in from inside i will act in a way that every get ple- everybody gets pleased it is not that i am pleasing krishna then i will sit at one place and everybody gets pleased even that may happen but if you are in a day to day life in a grahastha ashrama or if you are in a position where you are having a responsibility maharaj gaya did not sit just in his uh, temple room and uh, pleased krishna and automatically everything happened he was ruling in a such a way that his ruling pleased krishna he is following the instructions vedic vedic way um he is following and then how how did he get that strength to follow the instructions that are uh, given by his guru or uh, scriptures that strength is given by krishna it's not that when i am chanting when i am doing the devotional service i will sit in my chair and automatically everything will happen like a magic it's not that krishna will give us our sadhana will give us that strength to follow the instructions which are mentioned which are mentioned in the vedic scriptures because you need lot of strength and sadhana to practice you see uh, like you know as chaturmasya started or uh, or uh, damodar man started we may be thinking of doing so many things um, the first day we will do but later if our sadhana is not strong as we are progressing we may not be having that strength and uh, commit uh, strength to pass, uh, to stick to our commitments we get that strength to stick to our commitment from the supreme lord similarly when we please supreme lord we will be acting in a way that we will be pleasing everybody in this universe there is no exception krishna did not mention sukadeva uh, goswami uh, did not mention any exception here so we don't need to worry even if somebody is not pleased by us or if we are having bitter conversations or bitter situations or our own uh, enemies uh, like the enemies inside us uh, the six enemies that we have madness illusion uh, ego anger um, all those six enemies that we have in us even if they are bothering us and they are making us act in such a way that we are deviating from following the scriptures even that urge to get ourselves surrendered to those six enemies also gets cleared when supreme personality of god had pleases and he gives us that strength to follow so this all and how do we please supreme personality of god had by performing the sankirtan yagna by pro- by keeping our promise to our guru and parampara and following the instructions of guru uh, to our bestest way we should not be fanatic or mad like yeah, i am i am sick but still i will do i'll get up in the morning take the head bath and do no that should not be the case that is not devotion krishna is not a sadist uh, his rules are not that strict and rigid he has so many exemptions and exceptions but 
we need to see that whether we are getting qualified that for that exemptions and exceptions when we are healthy and when we uh, when we uh, when we are uh, energetic we should not uh, go into the exceptions and exemptions way because that looks very easy and quicker uh, so it it we are we need to be sincere so here says that when the supreme lord is seized by a person's action automatically all the demigods human beings birds animals bees creepers everything will be freed and here supreme lord himself is coming and telling gaya that i am fully pleased so then some people were telling some people were asking me whenever when i am having conversations here like you know oh how come he is a god when he needs us to please him for that i was prepared right by nature he is very pleased krishna doesn't need anybody uh, he doesn't have any scarcity he is not incomplete he is complete by nature he is pleased but he comes and expresses uh, his uh, his uh, satisfaction when a devotee pleases him he, he gets very very happy he comes personally to show to that devotee that you are trying to please me here i am i am very pleased by your actions so that's what here i am fully satisfied who can compare to maharaj gaya so lord vishnu is coming in personally saying that i am fully pleased so this verse has reminded me another verse 4.31.14 which is as this this is great teachings of narada to prachetas in this narad muni says yata यथाथरोर्मूल निशेचन तृप्यंति तत्कंधुजोपाक प्राणोपहारांद्रिया तथा सर्वाहा अच्युतेज्य सो दिस् वर्स एज पोरिंग वाटर ऑन द रूट ऑफ ए ट्री एनर्जाइज द ट्रंक ब्रांचेस ट्विग्स एंड एवरीथिंग एल्स एंड एज एज सप्लाइंग फूड टू द स्टमक एंड लिविंग द सेंसेस एंड लिम्स ऑफ द बॉडी सिंपली वर्शिपिंग द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड थ्रू डिवोशनल सर्विस ऑटोमेटिकली सेटिस्फाइज द डेमी गॉड्स हुआ पार्ट्स ऑफ दैट सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी का सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी सो दिस इज दिस इज अ रेफरेंस वेयर pleasing the supreme personality of godhead who is sarva karana karana ishvara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha anadiradir govinda sarva karana karana he is the mula he is the root of everybody and once we please him everybody gets pleased we can safely remove that fear that i am not pleasing this particular god i am not pleasing this but i am not performing this particular puja i am not doing that i am not so we can remove that fear and based on the uh, based on the teachings of great devotees um, we can safely engage ourselves in pleasing the supreme personality of godhead if we are not having that kind of a firm faith we can still worship but for the pleasure of the supreme personality of godhead so this is the reference of the verse which says that how by um, pleasing the lord everybody gets pleased sometimes people ask why this krishna consciousness movement simply advocates worship of krishna to the exclusion of the demigods the answer is given in this verse 
the example of pouring water on the root of a tree is very appropriate. In Bhagavad Gita 15.1, it is said, Udhamulam Adashakam. This cosmic manifestation has expanded downward and the root is Supreme Personality of Godhead. So the root of this cosmic manifestation is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As the Lord confirms in Bhagavad Gita 10.8, Am Sarvasya Prabhavaha, I am the source of all spiritual and material words. Krishna is the root of everything. Therefore, rendering service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, Krishna Seva, means automatically serving, automatically serving all the demigods. Sometimes it is argued that karma and jnana require a mixture of bhakti in order to be successfully executed. And sometimes it is argued that bhakti also requires karma and jnana for its successful termination. The fact is, however, that although karma and jnana cannot be successful without bhakti, bhakti does not require the help of karma and jnana. Actually, as described by Srila Rupa Goswami, Anyabilasita Sunyam, Jnana Karma Dhyanavrutam. Pure devotional service should not be contaminated by the touch of karma and jnana. Modern society is involved in various types of philanthropical works, humanitarian, humanitarian works and so on. But people do not know that these activities will never be successful unless Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is brought into the center. So this is one important point. People often say that, See, the philanthropic works or humanitarian works that we perform may give us a good karma. And that good karma binds us again, makes us take birth. If Krishna is not centered in those works, if we are doing those works for the pleasure of the Lord and offering that to the Lord, keeping Lord in the center, then those can help us to progress in bhakti. Otherwise, they will be just like material things only. It sounds very, it sounds very harsh, but that is the truth. The philanthropic verse people, we, we come, when we come across philanthropic verse people, they'll think that, okay, they are very, uh, they are very good people, they are very nice people. But the goodness, the niceness that the person is having, if they don't have bhakti, is not going to elevate them or it is not going to help them break the chain of birth, death, a disease that life cycle and attain their pure form it just still binds them it, it is just that they get a better life next next time and they'll get better comforts to enjoy but they will not be leaving this material world as long as we are in this material world we are binded we are in jail it, it is just that the people who are engaging themselves in humanitarian works and philanthropic works exclusively and not having Krishna in the center they are going to Ha, they are going to be in the first class jails. That's it. And it's not better anything. And the same thing that we also can do as the devotees. Like uh, somebody was showing me when I was traveling. Oh, this is your Iskons um, uh, Akshay Patra building. So they are also doing humanitarian works. They are also distributing prasadam, food to the people. But the the, but the motive, the intention there is like you know, for the they are distributing prasadam. So same things we can do. Uh, by involving Krishna and keeping Krishna in the center and bhakti does not require karma or jnana but karma and jnana require a tinge of bhakti for its completion uh, so the supreme personality of Godhead is brought into the center one may ask what harm there, in, there is in worshipping Krishna and the different parts of his body the demigods and the answer is also given in this verse the point is that 
by supplying food to the stomach the indriyas the senses are automatically satisfied if one tries to feed his eyes or ears independently the re the result is only havoc so the answer is also given once we fill the stomach so i today i was i went out and i didn't have my food or anything i went um, uh, taking my in-laws for hospital test and all and it's very difficult in india if you don't carry to find it it looks like you have vegetarian but it's very difficult to find uh, anything that is uh, so if you don't have prashad packed you will have a hard time and then my head was aching and i was thinking i went i went and drank water when the headache um automatically subsided and i remember when i was also reading this verse and it 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 sounds so true that when you feed stomach everything else comes into place um but if you try to do exclusively to that part uh, it may, uh, it may not work you may be wondering like you know why we have headache when we don't eat so everything is connected with your good food prasadam that we are eating and krishna says in third chapter of bhagavad gita that when we eat prasadam that prasadam helps us uh, to reduce our sins to act in a way where we will be sinful and also to reduce our previous sins in both ways so we may be having purva janma sins that we have to incur that we that that still have to get fructified and we have to suffer so when we are eating prasadam when we are doing that devotional service prasadam every day we are eating prasadam that reduces the sins that we are having not only it reduces the sufferings that we have to go through with uh, for our previous sins it also helps us to act in a way that we are not um, to uh, to act in a more pious way and not way sinful way in that way we are not incurring any more sins also so simply by supplying food to the stomach we satisfy all the senses it is neither necessary nor feasible to render separate service to the individual senses the conclusion is that by serving krishna krishna seva everything is complete as confirmed in jaitanya charitamrita krishna bhakti kaile sarva karma krutahaya if one is engaged in the devotional service of the lord the supreme personality of godhead everything is automatically accomplished so some of us may be having different kinds of challenges at work health kids family any trouble that we have take that as an impetus to increase our devotional service krishna my uh, my in-laws are uh, not satisfied by me uh, so i'll chant more i'm depending depending on you for more uh, because i learned that pleasing you pleases everybody so our faith and our devotion to the lord has to increase even more and everything anything in this material world can be an impetus for us to perform our devotional service it's just our mindset that needs to be changed the same thing can be an obstacle oh i'm doing so much sadhana but still i cannot satisfy some people so my sa so praying to you is useless so i'm going to go and pray to someone else so that's not that should not be the case oh maybe the praying that i'm doing is not enough i have to pray more to please krishna and more quality so that everything everything else falls in the place so this is this verse um and then i can take the next verse also 14 and 15 um so i'll just uh, read the 14 and 15 verse also gayat gayantyan 
ಚಿತ್ರರಸುಗತಿರೋದನ ಇತಿತ್ರಯಪುತ್ರಬೂವಶ್ಚಿತ್ರರತಾತ್ಪದ್ಯತಾಸ್ಮಾಸಿ ವೀರ ವೀರವ್ರತೋಜಯಂತು ಪ್ರಮಂತು ಜಾಜ್ಞಾತೆ ಮಂತೋ ಸತ್ಯಾಂಬೌವನಸ್ತೋಷನಾಷ್ಟಾಜನಿಷ್ಟಾಷ್ಟುರ್ವಿರೋಚನಾಜಿತ್ ಪ್ರವರಂ ಪುತ್ರಸೂಚ್ಯಾಂ ಕಿಲ ಜಾ Gayantyang in his wife named Gayanti Chitrarata named Chitrarata Sugathi named Sugathi Avarodhanaha named Avarodhana Iti Tas Trayaha Sri Putra Sons Babuvuhu were born Chitrarata from Chitrarata Urnayam in the womb of Urna Samrat named Samrat Ajanista was born Tata from him Utkalayam in his wife named Utkala Marichi named Marichi Marichah from Marichi Bindumatyam in the womb of his wife Bindumati Bindum a son named Bindu Anudapadhyat was born Tasmat from him Saraghayam in the womb of his wife Saragha Madhu Madhu Nama named Abhavat was born Madhu from Madhu Sumansi in the womb of his wife Sumana Veeravrata a son named Veeravrata Tata from Veeravrata Bojayam in the womb of his wife Boja Mantu Pramantu two sons named Mantu and Pramantu Jajnate Varbhan Mantu from Mantu Satyayayam in his wife Satya Bauvanaha a son named Bauvana Tata from him Dushanayam in the womb of his wife Dushana Twasta one son named Twasta Ajanista was born Twastuhu from Twasta Virochanayam in his wife named Virochana Virajaha a son named Viraja Virajasya of King Viraja Sat- Satajit Pravaram headed by Satajit Putrasatam 100 sons Kanya a daughter Cha also Vishuchyam in his wife Vishuchikila indeed Jatam took birth In the womb of Gayanti, Maharaj Gaya begot three sons named Chitradatta, Sugati and Avarodhana. In the womb of his wife, Urna, Chitradatta begot a son named Samrat. The wife of Samrat was Utkala and in her womb, Samrat begot a son named Marichi. In the womb of his wife, Bindumati, Marichi begot a son named Bindu. In the womb of his wife, Saragha, Bindu begot a son named Madhu. In the womb of his wife named Sumana, Madhu begot a son named Vira... Viravrata in the womb of his wife Boja Viravrata begot two sons named Mantu and Pramantu in the womb of his wife Satya Mantu begot a son named Bauvana and in the womb of his wife Dushana Bauvana begot a son named Twasta in the womb of his wife Virochana Twasta begot a son named Viraja the wife of Viraja was Vishuchi and in her womb Viraja begot 100 sons and one daughter of all these sons the son named Satya Satyajit was predominant. I'll also go ahead and read the 16th verse. 
it completes the 15th chapter satrayam shlokah priyavratam vamsam imam virajas charam charamodbhavah akarod atya alam kirtaya vishnu suraghanam yatha tatra in that connection i am shlokah there is famous verse priyavrat priyavartham coming from priyavata vamsam the dynasty imam this virajaha king viraja charama udbhavah the source of 100 sons headed by satajit akarot decorated ati alam very greatly kirtaya by his reputation vishnu lord vishnu the supreme personality of godhead suraghanam the demigods yatha just as there is a famous verse about king viraja because of his high qualities and wide fame king viraja became the jewel of the dynasty of king bhayavata just as lord vishnu by his transcendental potency decorates and blesses the demigods so this is the dynasty of king priyavrata so in previous verse 15 13 14 15 and 16 verses uh, the different kings uh, and the dynasty was mentioned so we may be wondering some chapters we come across bhagavatam why what will we do with this lineage see all these are great devotees of lord just taking the name of the devotee of the lord cleanses us it reminds us that all these people are in grahastha life and they are also following the varnashrama dharma for the pleasure of the lord they are all kings they are not sanyasis they left everything and went to the forest or anything they are all kings and being kings being engaged in grahastha life but the quality that they have is that they are not having personal desire for sense gratification everything that they do they do for the pleasure of the lord so within a garden a flowering tree attains a good reputation because of its fragrant flowers similarly if there is a famous man in a family he is complete he is compared to a fragrant flower in a forest because of him an entire family can become famous in history because lord krishna took birth in edu dynasty the edu dynasty and the adavas have remained famous for all times because of king viraja's appearance the family of maharaj priyavrata has remained famous for all the time so we can be so by by giving these examples the indirect message the take home for me when i was saying that is that i can be one like a flower which gives nice fragrance by following the rules and regulation and following the de- devotional service by pleasing the lord uh, see we should be that devotee where lord comes by himself and lord remembers us and lord comes we just if we can progress if we can cleanse ourselves all the impurities by performing devotional service seriously sincerely quality chanting quality service keeping always uh, krishna in the center then we can be that flowering tree in a garden which has fragrant flowers and by us our dynasty can be glorified so here uh, maharaj um, uh, uh, viraja is one of that kind of a maharaj who has glorified maharaj priyavrata so that concludes the uh, chapter 15 which explains the dynasty of king priyavrata uh, and also a reference was given like how lord krishna lord krishna does things like how lord krishna it is not that lord krishna cannot uh, instruct uh, yudhishthir maharaj after the after the war yudhishthir maharaj goes back into the same situation as king uh, as arjun uh, he starts feeling bad he starts feeling guilty that he has killed so many uh, people and then there was so much bloodshed and so many at that time he expresses his uh, uh, his sorrowness to 
Lord Krishna, but Lord Krishna does not advise, does not instruct him. He wants to glorify his devotee uh, uh, Bhishma. So he takes him to Bhishma and makes Bhishma speak. Uh, and uh, uh, and then glorifies uh, Bhishma. So sometimes Lord uh, uh, does certain kinds of things. To glorify his devotees, he takes birth. Otherwise Krishna doesn't need to take but he doesn't have janma karma chamaya divyam. He doesn't need um, uh, to come here uh, and take birth as a human and uh, perform the activities. He does that for the for the pleasure of his devotees. His devotees wants to see him, uh, and also to show that he will uh, he will uh, he will do anything for his devotees. He can be human. He can be anything. He has taken avatars in all kinds of living entities. So such a beautiful Lord he is to glorify the Yadu dynasty. Soon we are going to celebrate the appearance of Lord Krishna, Janmashtami. So to glorify the Yadu dynasty, Lord Krishna has taken birth. Um, and uh, because the devotees, uh, Devaki and Vasudeva, in their previous lives, uh, they have pleased the Lord and they have asked Lord to appear as his son. So he does that. So that is how it is. And this, uh, so the take-homes today uh, that I, I take with me is, I, uh, if I please the Supreme Personality of Godhead by my devotional service, uh, I'm going to please everybody in this universe. And what is my devotional service is performing Sankirtan Yajna, Harinam Jap, chanting the holy names, and also the nine ways that, the nine uh, paths that I, um, I have, any of them uh, um, performing one or the other in a day and try to please the Lord and keeping God in the center everywhere, whatever I am doing, whatever the responsibility that I am carrying on, uh, whatever the job I am doing, keeping aside my ego, keeping aside my interest, keeping aside my personal preferences, keeping center Krishna and performing that to please the Lord because eventually, automatically everybody else gets pleased and, by, uh, and try to become one where I can deliver my whole dynasty by performing the devotional service in such a way and by going back to the Godhead. Once we go back to the Godhead, the seven generations up and down can go back with us and we can help them to deliver and get their original, make them situated in their Sat Chit Ananda Rupa. So I'm going to conclude here. Um, any comments, corrections, feedback or questions? Um, devotees, please go ahead and... Um, uh, share your thoughts or corrections or comments or anything. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you so much for explaining such a wonderful uh, verse. Um, I request all the devotees, if they have any questions or query, please go ahead and ask. Hare Krishna Mataji, Very nice class, Mataji. Oh, so many good points here spoken. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, sir. Hare Krishna Mataji, such a wonderful, beautiful class, Mataji. So in the beginning of class, she was explaining about the sacrifices and we do Ahuti uh, for the Devatas. So, so there are times, uh, like every sacrifice or initiation ceremony, uh, there are fruits uh, which are decorated to the Havana Kunda. So after that, uh, everyone 
take some that as a prasad. But uh, should we eat that prasad or how it is, Mataji? Because that is offered to uh, devatas. What is your perspective? Mataji, we cannot hear you. Yeah, there was some background, there was some background noise. Just one minute, I'll go somewhere else to answer the question again. Okay, Mataji. No, we can we can also take that as an uh, prashad, Mataji, because the Devi that is offered to Devi Devatas, and then it is like it becomes like a, a prashad of devotees of the Lord also. So we can uh, take that, um, we can take that, and we can we put that right. Like uh, like sometimes we put that havan's uh, um, um, ash also. So we also can take that as an offering, um, and then that that's fine because everything that like we offer, we, we even to any Devi Devatas or Krishna, um, we can also take take that. That's not any offense because it's been offered. It it goes to Devi Devatas and still it remains there, like how the prasadam that we offered accepted by Krishna and it still remains like that. So performing like that, they also get the share and we also get the share and we also get the mercy because all the agnas are done for the pleasure of the Lord Vishnu. Uh, and then fire is the primary recipient like people may be saying that Devi Devatas are not here uh, they are not available fire, in the form of fire the things are uh, 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 fire is like the entrance for our offerings to go back up to Vishnu Lord Vishnu um, so we also can take that as a prasad as a remnant and then uh, purify ourselves Yes, Mataji. Thank you so much, Mataji. Hare Krishna.